I want to make one thing perfectly clear. This show is not about lumberjacks. My name is Christopher Grunland, and every month I share a story. Sometimes the stories contain truths, but most of the time they're made up. Sometimes the stories are funny, other times they're serious. But you have my word about one thing. I will never, ever share a story about lumberjacks. This time, in honor of Halloween, it's a story about a podcaster who discovers some ghostly audio while editing an episode. All right, let's get to work. Strange Audio Okay, I've decided I need to begin documenting this. It all started a few weeks ago when I was editing my podcast, Feel the Burn, striking the match and igniting your personal firestorm. I was getting ready to launch my new 10-step program, The Dream Inferno, when I heard it. Why do you always do that? Did you hear that? That's not me. And if you're not familiar with how podcasts are made, we all do it digitally. So it's not like the time when I was younger and recorded myself singing along to Lionel Richie's Say You, Say Me over a tape of Iron Maiden songs my brother recorded from a friend and Run to the Hills bled through over my singing. I still have a scar on my chin after he found out about his tape and I slipped in the kitchen running away from him and went face first into the edge of a counter. That sound you just heard, it's not an existing artifact. It's a voice, and it's not mine. I tried cleaning it up, but I couldn't make out what it was saying. And if you're still hung up on me singing Lionel Richie, it was a tape I was making for a girl I liked, okay? It's not like I was singing Invisible Touch or Every Breath You Take. That would have been creepy. But that sound, the voice or whatever it is, that's creepy. Why do you always do that? A week later, I was editing an interview with Richard Costas. Yes, that Richard Costas, the three-step dick. He's the guy who inspired me to make a podcast on my own. I can't imagine being so precise that you break everything in your life down to just three steps, execute on them, and all that you want in life happens to you. I've spent thousands of dollars on his stuff. I'm just now tackling his 10-step program, Halfway to Greatness. Anyway, here's what happened. I'm sure fans of the show are wondering this. How do you leverage your impactfulness in order to maximize your return on investment in life? Really, it's all the three steps you can buy in my Mastermind program, which is on sale this week at my website if you use the coupon code ILOVEDICK. Once you know the secret, it's repeatable and it maximizes life levels. Wow, that's inspiring. I wish he'd die. That sound was much more clear, like whatever is making the noise is taunting us. It sounds like it's saying I hate you and I wish he'd die. I wanted to ask my wife if she'd heard any weird noises in the house, but she's a huge fan of all that ghost hunting stuff on TV and gets mad at me for telling her it's not real. She'd laugh if I told her I thought I captured some voices. So I decided to try something. One night when I knew my wife was sound asleep upstairs, I dragged out my old Zoom H2N recorder. I turned it on and said, 
Is there someone else in the room with me? Can you tell me why you're here? Was this your house? Did you live in this house? Did somebody do something to make you unable to leave this house? Can you give me a sign you're here? Is that you? Can you tell me your name? Can you knock again? Can you show yourself? Can I help you find peace? Can you knock one more time? If you're still here, can you tell me how you died? So that's what I said and what I heard. Now, let me play the whole thing after I stop the recorder. Is there someone else in the room with me? Can you tell me why you're here? Was this your house? Did you live in this house? Yes. Did somebody do something to make you unable to leave this house? Yes. Can you give me a sign you're here? Is that you? Can you tell me your name? Can you knock again? Can you show yourself? Can I help you find peace? Can you knock one more time? If you're still here, can you tell me how you died? And you can also hear this. Needless to say, it wasn't as easy being a skeptic when I was the one listening to a recording like that. I wanted to share it all, but there was no way I was going to tell my wife what I was hearing. She'd insist we move, and we always dreamed of living in a big old house like ours. So I played the recording for my mom. So what do you think? I think if it's real, you need to do one of two things. Either help whatever is on there find peace or sell the house. But it can't be real. Then why are you sharing it with me? What do you think about the wall thing? Where is the knocking coming from? Near the baseboard on the wall in my office. I think you know what you need to do then. I told my wife that I was running some cable in the office so I wouldn't have wires all over the place. I poked a hole in the wall and started cutting. I removed the piece I cut free and used my flashlight from my iPhone to look inside. Something shined dull in the light. It was an old straight razor. There was no way I was telling my wife about that. My mom's right. I've always been a skeptic. I've learned to mostly keep it to myself. I've never been one to believe in paranormal things, and it's amazing how many otherwise intelligent people do. But maybe my mind was changing. I had to do another test. I waited until my wife was watching reruns of her ghost hunting show to bring up my plan. If there's anyone with us, you can let us know by talking into this device with the light I'm holding. There's no reason to be afraid. We want to help you. Hey, I was thinking. Can you hold on a second? I want to see this. What is this contraption? 
Did you hear that? Whoa! The rim pod's going nuts! There's definitely something here! Okay, what's up? Like I said, I was thinking. I have a bunch of sound gear like this. Wouldn't it be funny if I set it up just to see if we can catch any weird noises? Why do you always have to make fun of me for watching this show? I don't fully believe it, you know. It's just fun. I mostly watch it for the history. No, I'm, I'm being serious. I could do it during your girls' night out tomorrow. Just set everything up and have a base out in the car so I don't contaminate the site. And then after a couple hours with no disturbances, listen to all the footage and see if anything's there. If you want, sure. So I had my plan. And something my wife said got me thinking the next day while she was at work. She loved her ghost hunting show for the history. I went to the town library and dug through old newspapers and microfiche. That's when I found out that a mentally ill woman was locked away by her husband in our house a long time ago. According to the story, she tried making a hole in the wall behind a bookcase to crawl out, but I guess she eventually gave up on that plan. She died in my office, in the corner, by her own hand. She opened her veins with a straight razor. I set up every recorder I had, including the old Panasonic cassette recorder my sister and I used to record ourselves giving a dramatic reading of the oversized Star Wars comic book in the 70s. I hated the way my voice sounded when we listened. We both hated our voices. It's amazing I ever took up podcasting. The following day, while my wife was at work, I listened to all the recordings. I was surprised to hear, I am here with you, and what is this contraption? And then I heard it. My wife clearing her throat. I set up a recorder to catch her reaction when I confronted her after work. Did you make dinner? Yeah, I figured you were out late last night and had a long day today, so it's the least I could do. That's so sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, I listened to all that footage from last night. Did you hear anything? Uh, yeah. I don't want to scare you, but I think you'll find it interesting. Sure. Oh, and I have a recorder right here, just in case anything else presents itself. I condensed all the sounds from last night down to a small file and sent it to my phone. You want to listen? Yeah. this contraption. So what do you think? I think that's the creepiest thing I've ever heard. What do you think it was saying? It sounded like, I'm here with you, and maybe, what is this contraption? That's what I thought, too. There's one more thing I'd like you to hear. That's weird. That's you. How could it be me? You were doing your thing, and I had a girls' night out. That's you on the recording, isn't it? Isn't it? Okay, fine. It's me. There was no girls' night out because Jeannie canceled and then everybody else came up with excuses to bail. I snuck in the back door, knowing you had your little base of operations out front in the car. I made the sounds. Why would you do that? This podcasting thing. What about it? Aside from you never liking me podcasting. That's not true. How can you say that? You came home that day, you found your stupid dick show, and were all like, listen to this, this guy has a plan, and I can stop driving an hour each way to work and make even more money being a podcaster who interviews other podcasters. 
I was like, fine, I'll support this because it was better than the time you spent all that money putting together a demo tape of love ballads. I'm sorry. I love you, but you can't sing. And the podcasting thing isn't working out. I gave you a year and then you kept spending money on podcast success programs. I was just about to release my 10-step program and you go and do this to me? Excuse me? I give you one year to not work and chase your podcast thing, Mr. Dreamweaver. And here we are, almost three years later. I've been more than patient. I can't believe you took it to the level you did. What do you mean? I just said a few whispery things on your recordings. Remember when you tried teaching me to edit them so you'd have more time to plan your shows? This was just a joke. But yeah, I used what you showed me to put stupid noises in the backgrounds of your shows. You do know you released one with me whispering John Lee Brogan eats poo backwards. What the hell? You did? Yeah, you really need to pay better attention to how fast you put shows together. Well, how'd you pull off the straight razor in the wall? What straight razor in the wall? I recorded myself ghost hunting one night and picked up knocking and then I opened the wall and I found a straight razor. Excuse me? Yeah, in the wall. You found a straight razor in the friggin' wall and you didn't tell me? What the hell? You know that can't be any good. How so? Um, hello, ghosts. There's no such thing as ghosts. Says the guy all freaked out about creepy ghost voices on his recordings. Those ghost shows you like are fake. The podcasts you like are more fake. Oh, all your friends are fake. Well, at least my fake friends are better than me sitting around all the time waiting for you to finish your silly little shows all so you can make money that you're not making. Hey, 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 I'm trying to make us money. Oh, really? Oh, come on. You know, oh, no. You know, <laughs> oh, don't even start with me. You heard that, right? Uh-huh. What do we do? Crap one of your recorders. Get out! When a disembodied voice tells you to get out of the house, you get the hell out of the house and you never return. We found out the value of our neighborhood skyrocketed in the time we lived there, enough that we not only made enough money back on the house to cover all the money I wasted on buying podcast success systems, but also enough for my wife to quit her job for a year and to keep me out of rush hour traffic for another. My wife was right. I bought way too much sound gear, but we've now put it to good use. We're starting a new podcast. It's called The Ghostly Duo, 10 Steps to Ghost Hunting and Marriage Done Right. It debuts this Halloween. A big thank you for listening to Not About Lumberjacks. Theme music by Ergo Fizmiz. The final music track of this episode is by Chad Crouch, a.k.a. Poddington Bear, released under a Creative Commons license. Not About Lumberjacks is also released under a Creative Commons license. Visit nolumberjacks.com for information about the show, the voice talent, and music. Next month, in honor of one year of Not About Lumberjacks, I keep with tradition and refuse to tell a lumberjack story. When Eric has a minor heart attack and is forced to take some time off of work, he finally reads a book left to him by his father much earlier in life. What he finds hidden among the pages changes him forever. Until next time, be mighty and keep your axes sharp. <laughs>